The podcast you are about to hear contains graphic language and adult content. Sorry, moms. I imagine if you binge this podcast, you just... Your only hint as to when it starts and ends is musical. Other than that, we don't really make it clear. We don't yeah. know. We, we're like the podcast that lives in the liminal space. The space between the pods. The pod between pods. Uh, hey. The, hi. <laughs> no, no, we should continue that bit. <laughs> no, that was a bad bit. Um, let's continue this bit where it's the beginning of February. Yeah, it is. Man, man, oh man, what a time. Moving along. January. Ta- time out. do be passing. Time do be passing. Time do be passing. I feel like 2023 hasn't even really like developed a personality yet. Maybe that's good. Maybe and if it good. has, if, if I had to develop a personality for it, I would say, and don't take this the wrong way, don't. I feel like 2023 might be a bit of a Gemini. She seems a little too, two-faced. She seems what a little... What the fuck? She seems How am I not supposed to take that the wrong another? way? <laughs> this is... Uh, it's not personal. Just the experience. <laughs> Steve Lacey said, Gemini writes, and I agree. You know. I'm here to promote some, like, good Gemini representation, okay? Mm. There are dozens of us, good yeah. Gemini. I think the people who represent Geminis poorly are June Gem- Geminis. <laughs> not May. Not May. Not, not May. Me. Couldn't be. It's gonna be May. Um, yeah. but that's good. It's important for people to see themselves um, in media, and all the Gemini representation is important. Absolutely, all of it is. Well, okay, I hear you though. January is uh, definitely given, given and taken. You know, she's given and taken. She's given and taken. Do you have a Do you have a happy and a crappy from January? Perhaps that will get us started off on the right foot. Okay. Uh, pfft. Crappy, I would say the news is just generally pretty uh, bad, pretty bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, very much feels like there's like a shooting every day, and that's been not great for mementals. It's you know, it, boy, blah. blah, don't get burned out on it. But also like, I I think I have permission to be a little burned out on it. Yeah. Um, but no, so that's the crappy. Happy is I got to kind of put some work behind me. I'm kind of moving on from from a place of work. So that's I've had some stuff that's been very much keeping me too busy. And and now I can kind of settle, take a break from it and figure out, you know, what's next. So. I love that you're happy for January was essentially that you're leaving January behind. <laughs> Um. <laughs> in a sense yeah i guess so yeah uh how about what's your crappy my happy, happy and crappy for january your thorn in your rose what's your mm. what's um. your shit and what was your the shit oh two opposing things um i think that my my crappy i always like to start with crappies because then you get to end on happies i think that That's my happy or my crappy was um the fact that it stormed so hard here Ooh, um, yeah. and there was so much water and I just wanted to leave my house, but I couldn't because it was pouring buckets of rain. It was a lot. So that was probably my crappy. And then my happy, there were lots of happies, you know, looking back, looking back on it. I would say my happy, one of my happies was probably Mishka's birthday party. Oh um, yeah. Oh my God. That Highlight was really nice. 
yeah, Mishka the Craigslist dog had a birthday party. We all bought presents. We sang mm-hmm. him a song. He ate and treats. He truly loves us presents, loves us treats. Uh, he's been spoiled ever since. and Spoiled or rotten. And that boy loves to be, day. he loves to be the center of attention. He adored it. He was just soaking it, shamelessly <laughs> grinning at all of us as we stared at him and he loved it. Yeah, it was a good day for him. That was that was definitely the highlight of my month as well. Oh, so your happy wasn't leaving behind January? Not just that, not just that. <laughs> but that was a that was peak. That was a break I gave myself before I did have to bury myself in work. So that was the other side of the mountain. And then now here we are, and I can appreciate that I've scaled the mountain. But also, it was way better. At the time when I didn't have a scale mountain, that was also good. Got it, got it. Which that was Mishka's mountain... birthday party. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Mishka's the birthday party was, was doing base a lot of camp. work. Okay, okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Let me start over with a new metaphor. It's like <laughs> what was the ice pick? Like what was the mountain? Oh, the ice pick, pick in this. Ooh, the ice pick was Bravo's below deck. Had a lot of catching up to do. Mm. Oh, um, did you, wait? I have something to tell you. Oh, I yeah. Um, I this is a scoop. <laughs> I re-downloaded some dating apps. I've been off dating apps for a while because yeah. they weren't good for my little brain, my little tiny rat brain. Mm-hmm. And because, you know, I was pushing the serotonin button too often and then you know how it goes with the rats and then they they die. <laughs> they drown themselves in their water bowls. Anyways, so I, st- I stopped doing that. Um, but I re-downloaded <laughs> them and, and I've been slowly going on them again, like really limiting myself in terms of time. Yeah, And um, I matched with a man who I was talking about bad reality television. And to try to impress me, he said, I'm actually friends with Kate Chastain from Below Deck. We grew up together. And then when I moved out here, we reconnected for work stuff. And I said, I don't watch that show in response to that <laughs> um, because I don't. And do you know who that is? Is that exciting? Should I have been impressed? Did I blow it? Uh, I <laughs> Did you blow it? Well, I mean, if it has no reference or personal, uh, you know, connection to you no but i think i think i know what that is i'm, I'm doing a google right now because i there might be another kate, kate. uh yeah, yeah yeah kate okay she was kind of an earlier season mm. uh was it chief stew yeah yeah chief stew and you know i guess i'd be thrilled to get like a, a cameo from her that'd be cool Okay, so um, I blew it. Is what you're saying is that I should I'm not I should crawl back to this man on my hands and knees. And I say, don't know what that so connection sorry, would do. You should have been more impressed. Uh, you should have really. I mean, I mean, they're one connection away from King of the Bravo Empire, Andy Cohen. So uh, <sighs> I think once you slaughter him, then you you own Bravo. I think is how it goes. If there's a network that one wants to own, Bravo would be up there. Bra- yeah, the power you could wield with Bravo. I mean, it's not nothing. I feel like it's full control of the gay community. And then that's <laughs> Which a pretty is, powerful force. That's what I've always wanted is full control of the gay community. <laughs> if, you could, if you could control programming on Bravo, you could control the world. That's incredible. Should we, um, should we start the podcast? Why start now? You caught my eye in the grocery
Podcast for listener, call us the Fed, because our interest in you is rising. It's time for another Craigsistential Crisis, the show where we take the misconnection section into new directions. I'm Talon Bigelow. I'm Sarah Thompson. And we have for you a show. What do we do on this show, Sarah Thompson? Well, we delve into the misconnections section of Craigslist, America's favorite list. And the misconnections section specifically is a free, uh, Craigslist is a free website where you can go and just post wherever you want. And misconnections specifically is all about posting about a chance encounter you might have had that you wish you had acted on and you didn't in the moment. Now you're regretting it. So you're posting about it into the void, hoping that the right person responds to it. Um, and we're, we're creepy little voyeurs. So we go through and read everybody's. We pick the best ones. And then we just, you know, we just discuss them because they're just a little, little glimpse of humanity uh yeah we are creepy little voyeurs thanks for for putting it that way um, yeah i didn't want anyone to be confused about where our motives lie and it's in being little creeps we want to yeah, be little, it, little freaks little goblins little creeps make no mistake uh what i say Did i say make no mistake <laughs> i don't know what i said make no mistake we are creeps and if you're listening to this you are also participating in that voyeurism it's too late to turn back now because yeah. one of us is about to read a misconnection. I think I can start. Yeah, go for it. And these are also cold red. So the ones oh, that yeah. I'm sending to Tallinn, Tallinn has never seen. The one that Tallinn's will send to me, I've never seen. Uh, so yeah, their first time experiencing them is when I clap eyes on them right now. Which is right now. Here we go. Found your journal in Northeast Portland, house off MLK Boulevard. I moved into a house in Northeast Portland off MLK Boulevard recently and found an old journal in the basement. It was a red spiral notebook with what seemed to be philosophy notes, sketches, or personal entries, all from 2015. Specifically, there is multiple entries to Schicks. There is also an art piece with a bunch of pencil-drawn faces from 2013 addressed to an Annie that matches a rough draft found in the red notebook that is hanging on our walls, leading me to believe this was all you. Whoever you are, if you believe you are the author of these pieces, or at least just the journal, please reach out. I love learning about this sort of thing, and based on the journal, I think we could get along and have a nice chat. Ooh. Mmm, a, myst- kind a of mystery a, begins. Sort of a, uh, a national treasure kind of situation. Yeah, I'm, just like of, national sort of. treasure. Uh, 15% national treasure. It's a lot like national treasure, too, because that was the one with the journal in it, right? The Book of Secrets, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, National Treasure uh, 2, The Book of Secrets. The Book of Secrets. I would never call it a literally journal. Literally in the name. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, Nick no, Cage, no. please don't good. come after me. I'm sure none is taken. Uh, yeah, so interesting. This is kind of a fun little treasure hunt, though, I will say. I would love to see a follow-up. I wish yeah. I could just pin this and get an update but that's not how this website works. It's not. And I, but I got to say, I really sympathize with the writer of this in some ways because I too love to be like, I'm very interested in the people who lived in places before I did and like learning about them and seeing what their deal is. Um, But also 
if I was the writer of this journal, I don't know that I'd ever reach out um, because this person has read my innermost thoughts and now I'm going to have to meet them in person. I don't think so. Yeah, I feel like you could just burn that bridge. Start over. No one needs to know it was you. No one needs no to know one. it was me. I would never own up to it. Did you, did you ever keep a journal as a child? I never really did. I think the closest I got was having like a blogspot page. Mm. I, at, you know, what age would that have been? Yeah, I feel like high school. Yeah. So, yeah. Which what did I, you write about? Uh, I don't. I wrote about like just stuff I was dealing with. It was never that serious or that. You know, I just thought it was fun to write. But uh, I definitely wrote about like dr- some friend drama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what I wanted, tall. And yeah, what did you write about? <laughs> ah, gosh. I mean, how deep did it get? There was definitely like a time I made like a friend upset at me about something stupid I said. And it was just one of those fights where it was just like, I, we didn't even fight. They just were suddenly not, you know, they were giving me the silent treatment all of a sudden. I was mm. like, what did I do? Do you remember what um, you said? Do you remember the joke you made? I genuinely don't, but. Damn it. <laughs> uh, which I guess that tells you how much I learned my lesson. No, I, I just, I apologize for it eventually when I realized, oh, I guess, yeah, this maybe could have been taken the wrong way. But I wish it was more psychologically damaging so that you would have remembered what you said, because I would have liked that. I would have that would have yeah. gone on your cringe reel, which I think we've talked about on this podcast before cringe reels. I don't know have if we, we have talked about this on the podcast. OK, well, cringe reels are like a big thing in my life. Um, if, if we have talked about them before, I apologize. But this was something I discovered. Um, I think the idea first came to me in 2020 and the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um and it's basically like, you know how you have those moments that as you're trying to fall asleep, they suddenly flash in your head and make you regret being alive and being born in the first place, frankly. Um, but they're, you every know, day. Just, every day, they're just moments in your life that you think back on and you think, why did I do that? Um, and these are like the major formative ones. Like, obviously, I have a little rundown after every single social interaction I have. But but these are the ones that like really stick in your brain. Um, and so what plays before you close your eyes or when you close your eyes at bed? at night is called a cringe reel. Um, and I discovered that if you share them with people, they tend to hold less power. Uh, if you're able to laugh about them with pals. And so, uh, my friends and I all started to share cringe reel moments from each other and we'll constantly check in and ask if anything has gotten added or if something really cringy happens, we'll say, Oh, that got added to my cringe reel. Mm-hmm. Um, I know of, I know of an event I wasn't at, but that you were at that got added to a couple of people's cringe reels in my life. Would you like me to explain it? <laughs> yeah. What are you, to which are you referencing? So um, you went with a friend of mine, Audrey, to a improv show where a uh, a friend of hers was playing. And there were some people yes. in that show that are like well-known. I would say, I would say celebrities. There were some celebrities yeah, in yeah. that. And afterwards, Audrey fr- Audrey's friend invited all of you to go out to drinks with them afterwards. Mm -hmm. Um, And was very enthusiastic about you all going to drinks with them. And Audrey said, yeah, sure, we'll go. Um, And y'all rolled up to the bar. And when you rolled up to the bar, it was packed. And you went to find those friends that you're supposed to meet up with. And uh, you went up to the table with the minor celebrities. And uh, they said, oh, oh, no, there's not enough seats for you guys. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And you guys just stood there awkwardly for a moment before leaving. Yeah, it definitely, uh, it definitely flashes by my eyes every now and then <laughs> you know these people who are very visible who i just see on screen i'm just like oh yep yep 
Yep. Yep. That little, happened. Got a little hangers on here. Hmm. They were, you know, very polite. That, yeah. That's what I'll say. What can you do? Yeah. There was ne- <laughs> never enough room for us to begin with. Yeah. What can you do? It, it's more about the vibe. You know, it's not like you guys did anything embarrassing. So no, 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 like, no. It's not even that necessarily. It's just the vibe of it's a cringe real moment. The feeling, yeah, that like, oh man. Yeah, I feel that. Big cringe big. real is right. Cringe and, real. Uh, Exercise yeah. your demons. It's like it's like saying Voldemort's name. It gets less powerful the more you talk about your cringe real moments. I um, encourage that. Some some of them that used to haunt me for years and years, I feel like I've forgotten because I've talked about them. And so it's a real blessing disguise. Um, but also journals. I want to keep talking about journals. Yeah. A little bit. Uh, you journaled, yeah. Yeah. I well, a little bit. I I wasn't I wasn't ever um super good at keeping them up. I liked the idea of journaling more than I liked actually journaling. Sure. Um, but I also had a blog on Blogspot, hey. uh, which is why my ears perked up. Um, <laughs> and I specifically remember there was a group of girls, maybe four or five girls, and we all had blog spots and they were, we used pseudonyms. All of us used pseudonyms for ourselves and we used pseudonyms for everyone we were talking shit about. And we just used to have this ring of talking mad shit about people in our class on Blogspot, uh, and then reading each other's blogs. It was like Facebook before Facebook existed, kind of. Man, that's amazing. That's great. I'm just wondering, like, what's the equivalent of that nowadays? Are kids talking about each other? <laughs> I I feel like they must. They have to. But it's the thing about TikTok that's so scary is that the algorithm's so good, it will show you people you know, even if you don't share your contacts with TikTok. Yeah, totally. So it's it's probably a bad space to do that. I imagine it is. Or th- maybe they got a Slack channel. You think they? Uh, <laughs> you think the team, the cool teens in the kids class, they all? It's like, kids hey. <laughs> They're passing a note that's got a whole link that you have to type in to go to the Slack channel. Anyway, yik kids, yak. let us know if you're listening. Kids love yik yak. Y- yik yak? That's you know you, you know I have heard of this app. Is. is that like the kind of like walkie talkie kind of thing? Is that no, grandpa. No, okay, but I, okay, but it is a communication app. I know that. How did it? How does it work? I know how it works. Why don't you say it's how a, it works? It's it's a communication app. He said some sort of communication. <laughs> some sort of uh, communique. Yeah, it's like a so like yik yak. Like you can join like different communities. So like people will join them for like their college or their high school, and right, then it's like right, right. anonymous. It's kind of like anonymous Reddit or a lot of anonymous Twitter, and Ooh. you could like write a post about somebody, and it's all anonymous, and everyone can comment on it. And yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that. I yeah. got you know. I got demolished in an anonymous MySpace <gasps> box. Oh, my God. What did they say about you? Have I not talked about this? When I got called a homewrecker? <laughs> oh, you literally told the story in person recently. That's I did, why. didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah some, I got called a homewrecker in an anonymous demolished. MySpace message box because <laughs> I imagined someone was upset that I was dating someone who had recently broken up with someone else. There was no overlap. There were no homes to be wrecked. <laughs> that is bit also... Of a, <laughs> bit, a bit of a, of a stretch. stretch. <laughs> yeah, I would say that, like, yeah, calling... There is something really divinely funny about calling, like, a 17-year-old <laughs> dating another 17-year-old a homewrecker. Like, none of you have homes to wreck. Yeah, what we're you, all relax. just trying to, like, make it to adulthood. I Just give me a break. It's not even what's <laughs> happening. I understand... Your friends are your friends, and I get being upset, but anonymously, 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 <laughs> devastating. I'll never know who it was, but anyway, yeah, anonymous messages I think are more of a 
of a troubling thing. Just because, like, no one, you know, it could be anybody. It could be anybody. And if you are paranoid enough, it, it will be everybody. It everybody will, be everybody. will suddenly, in your brain, become capable of having called you a homewrecker. That is devastating. I will say I recently read uh, this crazy Reddit thread, which, you know, Reddit, you can't always confirm the stories that are put places. But it was so a many story. Writers. So many writers. So many just creative little fuckers um, telling lies on the internet. (laughs) Um, But this one story was about this woman who was like, you know, for years I'd had a stalker and like we'd moved houses and they always seemed to know where I lived and they would like leave things on my car and like leave notes in my mailbox. And it was horrible. And, you know, I could never get the police to do anything because as we all know, the police are ineffective and terrible. And I know shocking. Um, and so this woman was like, like, it just like really affected my life. Like I was terrified to leave the house. Like it was ruining my marriage, all of this stuff. And then she was like, and then my mother-in-law died and all of the activity stopped. <laughs> and it was the mother-in-law all along. What? Isn't that insane? Wait, what? Yeah. It, yeah. Anyway, so anonymous. We don't like anonymity except for we do a little bit, but not when it's wielded with evil. No, you have to be, if you're going to be anonymous, you have to, you have to be good. Anonymous donation. That's good. That's nice. That's a good one. Writing, that's nice. a, writing a compliment on a bathroom stall wall. That's not creepy. Anonymous like, compliment, non creepy. Like yeah. Jessica has a sparkling personality. <laughs> that's so yeah. nice. You, you know, occasionally you see that. You could do that. It doesn't have to be all like stuff about butts or who has <laughs> them or who doesn't. Okay. You don't got to work so blue. Who's got a butt? Who doesn't? You know? Who's got a butt? Tony's got no butt. And you know what? Old hat. <laughs> Hack. Hack. We're tired of it. Yeah. Um, okay, How about gonna... Tony's oh. got a great laugh? Tony really knows how to light up a room. Tony's 40,000 megawatt smile is all I need to get me from Monday to Friday. I never heard felt heard until I met Tony. <laughs> Anyway, I would uh, <laughs> love to see that on a bathroom wall. Can we, we can we start it. some sort of revolution on bathroom walls? Y'all, yeah. Sharpies are inexpensive. Use a local brand if you must. That's fine. There's shop, probably good shop markers. Shop local. Shop local. <laughs> Get a permanent marker of your choosing and write something nice about somebody on a bathroom wall. Okay. Okay. Great. But that's if, our lesson. If for I make today. the world a better place in any small way, that would be a good one. Yeah, channel all that blog spot energy into a bathroom roll and also being nice. Okay, I got another misconnection. I got one from you this time. Molly? Megan? Maddie? You were right. The Chief Sapphire preferred card was everything I wanted and more. Call me, winky emoji. Wow, Chase is really popping off with their guerrilla marketing, aren't they? <laughs> I, you know, that was a thought. Like, what if this is just where marketing is going? It's got to find ways to evolve. And some intern was like, I don't know what that scene. <laughs> I know what let's do. <laughs> write, a, write a misconnection. And you know, we can target all the M names at once. <laughs> <laughs> this is target marketing. Uh, yeah, I like that a lot. I think, I mean, it's so much more likely than, I guess, somebody... Went to go sign up for a bank and talk to somebody they, I, I think, are trying to hint that they, they're interested in. But I wouldn't get that because all I can get is that they really like their new card. 
Yeah, I will. And I'll say, you know, this isn't unheard of. Uh, my friend Audrey, who also took you to that bar, uh, she also has um, she has a specific credit card. I'm not giving them free advertising, Ooh. but she has a specific credit card that gets her a lot she of does. airline miles. Um, and she has found ways to organically bring it up in conversation with everyone I know. Um, and she got me to apply for it and approved. Uh, she got me to to, you know, pyramid scheme some other people into it. Uh, and here we are, all are, all are. Here we, here are. we all are. Here we Audrey, all are. It's not just one brand; it's many. I feel like she's good at. Uh, she she's who you want repping your brand. She's good she's at influencing an, us. Yes, she's an a, amazing organic influencer. She need if she if she could only harness the power, she'd be unstoppable. If she were willing to, yeah, fork over her her precious Instagram time uh, to <laughs> brand post, she could be raking it in. She could be raking it in. But uh, I will say, so it's not it's not completely out of the blue that Molly slash Megan slash Madeline, I don't remember what the third name was, uh, could be just Maddie. Maddie could just be an Audrey walking out there, really influencing people she meets on the streets. Yeah, now that I know an Audrey, uh, I wouldn't pass. Wouldn't put it past this. Wouldn't past it put them. Wouldn't past it put up. Wouldn't past it put of this situation for it to be that way. I agree. Yeah, there's just people out there who are just you know I, I'm 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 that I'm sure we're all that with the brand. There's one brand that we all Stan can't help but but we all can't help but stand. What's your one uh, brand you can't help but stand? Stan. Oh I mean, God. if you are meeting me for the first time and something's gonna come up. I wouldn't be surprised if it was a Marvel movie, mm. Marvel Cinematic Universe related. I just wouldn't be surprised. I'm not even going to say, I don't even think that's true, but Interesting. I think they probably are the brand who make the most um, indirect ad dollars from me. Interesting. Right? Yeah. What would you say for you? Crocs? No? Oh, yes. I would say I would say Crocs or DreamWorks was going to be my other answer. DreamWorks. Because not uh, DreamWorks as a whole. Sh- not only do I love Shrek, but do I also love the Trolls franchise. So That's true. And you're a big Boss Baby fan. So. Not tr- that is not true. What Sarah, you we I'm, not boss baby I'm not a Boss, boss Baby Day. I'm not a Boss Baby Day. So how would you know what their fans are called if you're not one of them? I just feel like I have to go. <laughs> I knew it. I uh, need me. <laughs> um, that's all. That's all. I feel like I have to say about that one. Uh, good underground marketing, Chase Sapphire. Yeah, that's marketing I can get behind. And you yeah. know what? I'm going to remember it next time I'm applying for a credit card. <laughs> Bar Richmond Hottie. Tuesday, 124, around 7 p.m. Gay! You asked me what I ordered at the bar, and I told you it's the best thing for a bloated tummy and or a hangover hair of the dog. You were wearing a uh, striped t-shirt and had the cutest platinum blonde pixie cut I've ever seen. You touched my arm as you said goodbye. And dang, I should have gotten your number. Sad face. Kicking myself. What did I order? And then can you please describe the emoticon that is at the end of this? So, I I don't know. What would you describe it as? Is it like an uwu face? I don't know. That's what I wanted you to say. I have to say it out loud. Damn it. You got me to say it again. (laughs) People are going to start talking. Yeah. If you keep bringing up uwu faces, people are going to... The hive is going to start buzzing, baby. (laughs) Uh, Okay. I First of all, I like that this decided to preface the whole thing with gay just so you know yeah. but they do that 
but they also don't really say, you know, much about themselves. Like, if you were trying to, like, save someone time by, mm. like, saying, this is, this, is, this is a gay one, so you, it might not be for you, I would need mm-hmm. to know a little bit more about the writer. That's it. All you need to know is they're gay. <laughs> I guess, but you know what? I still had to read it to know whether or not it was about me. They also theoretically maybe had a bloated tummy. I was wondering, okay, Tallinn, you're at the bar. You got yep. a bloated bloated tummy. What are you ordering? Uh, I'd probably, I feel like a ginger ale was my first my first impulse. Mm, mm. Yeah, probably not alcohol, I guess, but. Hard kombucha. I've got a, I've got yeah, a hot hard kombucha. here. Okay, hard yeah. Hard kombucha. Well, it's got the probiotics. It's got the, it's got the mother. It's got the mother. The mother. The mother. <laughs> I mean, I hope it doesn't have the mother in it. <laughs> have you ever, I feel like the mother, if you were to pick up the mother of a kombucha jar, yeah. it feels, it would feel similarly to picking up a, like a stingray. Ooh, yeah. Not the stingy part, but just like the yeah, flappy, yeah, yeah. floppy. Just kind of the. Firm part. The body. The body the flappy, of the flappy, floppy, firm. Yeah, baby, yep. I agree with that. Um, I've Triple had, F. I've had a little bit of the mother in my mouth on accident. You I, put the mother in your mouth? I put them. I didn't put the mother in my you mouth. You suckled? You suckled at the mother? It ended up there, okay? Wait, uh, what the hell happened to you? How did you get mother well, in your kombucha? I, had a, I was having a brand of kombucha that isn't as filtered as other brands. It's kind of like a little bit more <laughs> chunky. I don't know. <laughs> I, it, it, I don't get it anymore. Because once you take a big swig and you just end up with something solid in your mouth where you weren't expecting that, not fun. Not a fun experience. Um, So, yeah. That's all I have to say about that. I do not enjoy the mother in my mouth. (laughs) No MILFs here. This is a no MILF zone. (laughs) Uh, Well, well, hang on. I didn't. That's not. That's a dick. Anyway. Yeah. Sorry. No So a hard kombucha would be what you would go for if you had an upset tummy at the bar. Yeah, exactly. That's that's what I would go to. And okay. as a bloated tummy girl, lived mm. I've lived that life. Um, I'm gonna remember yeah. that. Please know that it exists and knows that know that it's an option for you and me. Hopefully, everywhere. Uh, listen, this is wow. The boy, he unhappy. Oh, I didn't even hear it. Well, that's good. But I bet the other microphone did. Mm. Yeah. He getting he getting tucked away. Oh. 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 Old problems. Okay. Uh what else is there to say about this one? Listen. First of all, gay. Second of all, bloated tummy. We just <laughs> going through We the covered list. it all. You we covered what? it all. It's okay. I could just start a new one, but I like that too. To milk it. Anyway, uh I'm, I hope this works out for you, and gosh, thanks for thanks for the blonde, the good story. I got nothing else to say. I was really trying to fish for y- something. Yeah, you don't have to. I don't know why you're forcing yourself to do ah, All right, take it away. Right. Server at Helium. You are a server at Helium, and although you were not serving our section, we made eyes, and you smiled at me a few times before the lights went down. You're a stud, and hope you see this. If so, let me know what my name was on my hat. I don't know who's I don't know who's using stud nowadays beside horse breeders and and the gay community. And um, carpenters, maybe. 
and carpenters. But that's an interesting thing to say. Call somebody a stud. How would you feel if somebody called you a stud? I would have some follow-up questions. Like, what did... What, why? <laughs> what did you see that, that made... Um, yeah, it's kind of like... I don't know. It gives me a bit reductive. It's a bit reductive. Yeah, it gives me the heebie-jeebies a little bit. I'm going to be honest. I feel like it's like, it'd be like if I called you a smoke show. <laughs> I, no? That would never happen. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> your card's right. Honestly, if somebody called me a smoke show, I think I'd be pretty flattered. Okay, so it's more... So... I, feel like stud, I feel like stud is uncomfortable because of the animalistic undercurrent. Like a stud is like a male horse that you like breed, right? So like I feel right. like that is where the creepiness comes from for me. But as a that. person who would probably never be called a stud, maybe I'm a little too sensitive about it. I think if it if I found it if I thought I was a stud, maybe I'd feel differently. It's not that I don't think I'm a stud. I think stud <laughs> implies like a very specific kind of look, and I just feel like, like I, I'm handsome in other ways. Yeah, um, I feel like it's like a raw animal sexuality. It's and like I, a. I don't mean to insult you by saying you don't have that, <laughs> but I would say you're you're of a more refined type, you know? I, none taken. <laughs> I agree with that. Stud taken. So, um, yeah, I agree, though. It's a bit of a... I feel like the vibes I get from this writer are a little bit... A little bit... Older? A white woman out on yeah. a... Seeing, I, coming into Portland from an outer city to have a good mm-hmm. night out. At a comedy yeah. club. That's the vibe I, I get. What I'm seeing is like, you know those trucker hats? <laughs> it's like a, I'm seeing like a bedazzled front trucker hat. It's like yeah. a, like a, a heart, like a black hat with a heart painted in white, like in a splatter art style. Yeah. There's some, yeah. S- some bedazzling going at some rhinestones. Why is that the vibe? Is it, is it it's, just the use of the word stud? Is it just the whole setting? What are we picking up on? Y- I mean, it's ethos, you know, <laughs> sometimes the writer's just so good that they get across, right. they get across the, the bare essentials of who they are in their writing. Yeah. Making and eyes. And I don't think that's anything to be ashamed of. No, sure. No, this is like a real Magic Mike situation for this lady. Like, she never gets to <laughs> go out and do fun things, but there was a, there was a coupon for Helium. Helium Comedy Club. And uh, wouldn't you know it? Your boy, who would be in town? David Spade's in town. <laughs> and we got that night off, so. Let's, let's paint the town red, baby. Let's paint the town red. I saw David Spade do stand-up at a casino. Because mm. the tickets were already bought by, and given to me by and Elena by someone who didn't want them. And we went, and... Uh, let's see, Chris Farley's brother was one of the openers, and they were very funny and great. Good. And then David Spade came on, and we ended up leaving a little early. It was fine. <laughs> I don't remember. if We were probably just tired. We were probably just tired. I mean, I think, I think we could all agree that he hasn't been on top of his game since Just Shoot Me. <laughs> which was... <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, didn't see that back. one coming, did you? Didn't see that one coming. You think I'm just some uncultured swine? No, nah. I know about Just Shoot Me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, that's like pre-Joe Dirt, right? Um, it's Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Anyway, maybe. Anyway. Anyway. Um, I, got, I got one to send to you, oh. my mans. So here you go. 
they're delightful. I'll take it. I'll take. Do you like it? Oh yeah, I like okay. it a lot. Can I read it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Found ratchety iPhone in midnight bathroom. I found your smartphone resting on the paper towel shelf in the bathroom at Midnight Society. I turned it into the bartender upstairs before I headed back down to catch Nick's division. Your lock screen had what I assume is your dog on it. Cute pupper. Hope you find your phone. And if not, hope you backed up all your cute dog pictures. Sincerely, Juggalos for Christ. Wow. Twist ending. (laughs) The ending none of us saw saw coming. It's almost like when you when you like they do that thing where they leave like hundred dollar bills on the ground and then you pick up the hundred dollar bill and you like unfold it and it's like hundred Jesus bucks. Oh god. Like that's what that felt like. Like this is the Craigslist post equivalent of that. I mean there you don't sign off Juggalos for Christ unless you're trying to get some sort of credit for one or the other, right? Like- <laughs> yeah. 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 And you might think that the two are mutually exclusive. I don't believe so. Juggalos are an interesting demographic. I think, although it'd be yeah, it'd be hard because I think ICP is a pretty Christ-like figure in the eyes of the Juggalos. So it's like, who do you know? Who you who you gonna nail to the cross? Jesus or a clown? I don't know. Oh man, I I hope we get to see a Juggalo president someday. I <laughs> Juggalo for president. Juggalos should have a whole, if they had more funding, there would be a whole subgenre of Juggalo movies oh, that I would love god. to watch. Oh my god. Crowdfunded, I'm in. Juggalo rom-coms. Juggalo, like, buddy, buddy comedies. Juggalo road trip movies. They got, they got a movie about four old ladies going to the Super Bowl. I would love to see a movie about four Juggalos going to what is the Super Bowl for Juggalos. Whatever that is. It's ju- it's Juggalo Island. There you go. You got a whole... <laughs> there's, a, there's a whole movie here. It is. Uh, also, sorry, can we back up? There's a movie about four old women going to the Super Bowl. I'm not going to give it free publicity, but yeah, 80 for Brady. You haven't seen the, the ads for 80 for no. Brady? Based no. on the true story? What? They just make a movie out of anything nowadays. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, literally they do. So why can't we have Juggalo <laughs> comedies in the box office? Why not? This is. Give us Juggalo comedies. Uh, this seems like a real moneymaker. I'm not even, I'm not even kidding anymore. I think I, this should be a thing. Hey, <laughs> I believe you in a, in a way. <laughs> I just think somebody is missing an opportunity to brand the Juggalos for American consumption. Yeah. And and who is brave enough to do it? James Cameron. Okay. Um, I got another one from Hugh here. I would see, from like, if you replaced Hugh. the Navi people with Juggalos, and I would see that avatar. I would absolutely see that. would be, if you could jump into the avatar body <laughs> of a Juggalo. <laughs> An experienced Juggalo Island, and then fall in love with one of the Juggalos, and then have some half Juggalo babies. Well, spoilers for the second movie. I haven't seen it, I assume. <laughs> but yeah, I just think that's a franchise I would watch. All right. I'm Get sorry, I just it. turned into like Jason Manzukas a little bit. It's okay. It's fine. It happens to the best of us. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we got another one. Jury duty smiles. Early on this cold morning, I was ahead of you in the snaking line to get into the courthouse. 
We smiled at each other as we passed. Around the next turn, we passed each other again and smiled again. And then we got to leave. We didn't talk. You were a woman wearing a brownish coat, I think. I was a man with a beard wearing a black jacket. All I really want to say is that your smile made me feel warm and wonderful. Thank you. Um, okay. That's nice. Mm-hmm. This is, this is a, this, I was about to be real mean. <laughs> this, this misconnection is about as boring as jury duty is. Ooh. Ooh. Get well, here's, here's my take on it. Please. And I had to, you know, go through jury selection fairly recently. Um, not to brag. Not to brag, but I, <laughs> ya boy, almost got selected for a jury. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I would say, yes, this is boring. But when you're in a place as boring as jury duty or like, say, the DMV, just the small things become big things. The, the minor irritations become just mountains that you can't get over. Like, like not being told that your parking wouldn't be covered and that you would have to go pay for parking. And if you were parking somewhere, you had to go move your car because... Uh, you can't park here at the courthouse for jury duty. Uh, not a that not was a, that story was almost as boring as jury duty. It is boring, but when it's when it's just we're staring at a clock and you're like, this could be my whole day, and I might have to come back tomorrow. And it's the next just day. everything expands. It's like uh, it's like the quantum realm. It mm. just it just everything small is big. So. I think by that same logic, a smile, a nice smile from another person would be enough to just kind of lose your whole mind in it and be like, this. <laughs> the person, when I went to jury duty, who was like corralling us all around, even told a story about a couple who met at jury duty and got married. Yeah, okay. They just say that at every single jury they duty just, that nobody that skips out. They're trying to get everybody Maybe. to stick around and be like, oh, you might meet the love of your life at jury duty. No. But I'm tell- it doesn't matter if it was true or not, because I'm telling you, there are people in the room who just, their whole experience changed because they were looking at it through a new lens. They were like, I'm alone here. I don't have to leave here alone. <laughs> that's toxic i'll say the only time the only thing i've ever gotten from jerry duty is i was walking out of the courthouse for my lunch break and i stepped on a master lock that somebody had left on the ground oh. and i ate shit so hard oh. in front of so many people and i really fucked my arm up and uh <laughs> and it was really embarrassing and lots of people came and tried to help me and i was bleeding and I still had to go back into that room, and it sucked, and I got dismissed, thank God, but really not a great uh, association with jury duty. So somebody, <laughs> you know, I could have met somebody when they were like, oh, you fell down, let me help you up. Didn't happen. If it yeah. was going to happen at all, it would have happened then, and it didn't happen, so I don't believe in love at jury duty. That's, listen, your experience is your experience, and I won't discount that. Thank you. Uh, and I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you've been so <laughs> jaded by I an unfortunate suffered. circumstance. I you suffered. Who's, who's saying you didn't? Who's saying you didn't? Not me. Not Point I. me at whoever says you didn't. But right. yeah, I just you know you gotta be you gotta be open minded. You gotta be whatever. Love's not around the corner. To waiting see for love. me, Tallin. <laughs> 
It's not waiting for me, okay, Tolan? I only will see. Next time you, you're summoned for jury duty and you're stuck in that room for more than a day, you, you might feel differently. All right. Yeah, I, you know what? I got another misconnection for you, okay? All right. Championship day. What a better day to be inside watching football. Just need name your game. Okay. <laughs> um. Okay. Hmm. At first, I thought, well, they're just trying to get around using the the phrase Super Bowl for some reason. Like they don't want that to get mm. flagged. Mm. Sure. Um. Name your game, though. Now I'm all confused because I thought, well, we're talking about we're talking about football. He named a game. It was football. And but now, yeah, I don't I don't think they're talking about sports here. I'm gonna be honest with you. The game part, you don't the, think? Name your game. Name your game. What about a little, little, little <laughs> love game? Little, little, oh, yeah, I'm gonna put the a little bedroom game. You know what I'm saying? A little ball in the cup, if you know what that's I'm talking what, about. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Hit the hit the ball with the stick. So you think this person is just looking <laughs> for a little ball stick action? To take place on the day of the big game? I think so. And I, you know, I'll say it. There's a lot of misconnections on this site that have to do with, like, I need a man to be masculine with me. And Mm. also, we're going to get a little frisky. So I think there's something to be said about this this Brokeback Mountain style uh, sexualization of masculinity. What does it say about those psychology people who, who write these? I don't know. Mm. I just make it merely making an observation that they seem to occur quite a lot in this this here part of town. Yeah, round yeah. in these parts. Yeehaw! I would understand why the anticipation about the big game would bring a lot of this out in people. You know, um, it's cold. <laughs> it's past cuffing season. It's like it's it's y'all better be if you ain't cuffed by now, then you're. It's desperate times. Desperate times call for desperate measures. Which Rihanna's headlining the Super Bowl halftime show. Like I, you mean the Super yeah. Bowl's opening for Rihanna? The Super. It really does. This is the first time, and I think it's because <laughs> the sponsorship changed. But this is the first time I ever remember seeing a trailer for the halftime show. I really like before we even know who's playing the game. There's anticipation for the the performance. Well, because it's like her return to music. Like she hasn't yeah. had music in years like since anti right and that was like i don't know 2016 or something like it's been a long minute i mean black panther wakanda forever aside from many good things about it it was also featuring the first rihanna song in a, in a minute it's wild it's wild out there y'all yeah. um anyways it's gonna be so good it's gonna be a good they, show surrounded by uh two men parts chasing of, each other uh, around so, it's modern slavery. I don't know that part. Ooh, I love this hot take. Just the some, NFL. I, I'm just yes. here for Rihanna. I'm just Aren't here for the halftime show. I'll watch the Black National Anthem. All right, we'll I'll take watch that. Cheryl Lee Ralph. We'll take it. We'll take it. Uh, anyway, name your game. Name your game. Championship days are coming, and <laughs> if so, could we? Yep. Okay, I got another from you here. Take it away. Heavy septum piercing, foxtail, bouquet of flowers. 
I've seen you twice now walking around 21st to 23rd, and I just want to say, I love your style, and you inspire me. Bouquet emoji. Yet again, another very pleasant situation, I would say. Yeah. I will say, Foxtail. Foxtail. Fascinating. We all went to high school with one of those, didn't we? Sure. Haven't we all? A a Foxtail gal? Gal walks around with a little Foxtail clip to her backpack. Living her own world. Maybe she walks around on all fours. Maybe she neighs like a horse occasionally. <laughs> her special her special skills that she can neigh like a horse. I don't know. Maybe she uses a litter box in the back corner of the classroom. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe when you say things to her, she hisses at you instead of speaks. Maybe. Maybe she maybe. sheds. Maybe she sheds. Maybe she acts mysterious. Maybe she really likes anime. Okay, am I am I prescribing too much? Maybe I should back off. Maybe. I'll stop you when you say something inaccurate, I guess. (laughs) Exactly. So if I only speak the truth, I'm safe. And I think I've spoken nothing but the truth. One Uh, of us only speaks the truth. One of us always lies. (laughs) He's the one who lies all the time. She's the one who tells the truth. Oh, solve the riddle. Um, That was in Labyrinth. Uh, That riddle was in Labyrinth. That's all I had to say about that. (laughs) Um, Glad to know that that girl grew up just fine and is now walking around the Alphabet District in Portland. Godspeed to you. Good good luck out there. Good luck. Godspeed, good luck. Clackamas PF Gym. You were wearing all black workout attire, cropped hoodie, leggings, and white shoes. I caught you looking more than once. That spiked my heart rate enough to skip cardio for today. Thanks for that. Since the gym is a place for workouts and about the easiest place to get canceled these days, I won't approach you inside the building. Smart. <laughs> As we know from I last mean, episode. <laughs> smart. Uh, very easy to get canceled in the gym nowadays. So easy. And you know what? Like this person, they are being a little bitter bitch about it. <laughs> but the fear of cancellation is doing what it's supposed to do. Am I right? Protecting the vulnerable. So. Better because the fear <laughs> is all there is. Because no one, name one person who's still canceled. Name a person who's ever been canceled and it's still canceled. Can't be done. Can't. Can't do it. Can't be done. So if the fear is enough for people, great. I'll take that. We'll take it. We'll take it as a minor amount of protection. Um, but here's where we get a little bit. We do it wrong, though. Yeah, the minute free, it's it's open season. It's open season when you get outside the building. Troubling. Troubling. Haunting. It's almost a not now, but later. Or, wait, honey, I'll be waiting for you. Yeah. Which we, we don't love. Don't like um, it. Also, do you agree that the gym is the easiest place to get canceled? Do you think that's the place that is most easy to get canceled at? Ooh. You know, certainly other places I think more cancelable <laughs> than the gym. Uh... I would say anywhere. I, my my argument would be for anywhere in academia. Yeah. A college. Uh, yes. Anywhere that where there's a a you know student teacher a boss employer relationship. A boss baby. Anywhere there's a boss. A boss baby. baby. I would say even an airplane. Ooh, getting canceled on an airplane. How there's luxurious. Little... <laughs> How exotic. <laughs> yeah. Um. Just a lot of rules up there that even even just like a sudden movement is cancelable, I would say. Uh, in the sky. You know. Like more like morally cancelable? 
Or like they cancel your flight. Could be they, like, morally. They ground the plane and they're like, I mean, no more planes for you, Miss Ma'am. I mean, that's a good enough reason, I think. For I think cancel culture should also cancel people who make disruptions enough on an airplane <laughs> that that has to land. I think that should be yeah. fine. That that's should be a fine. hot take. If we can't cancel them, we can't cancel anybody. If you like oh. refuse to put on your seatbelt so hard that we had to land the plane and have you escorted off and wait another forty minutes to fly away, I think that's I think that's cancelable. I agree. With you. I, you know what? I'm certainly canceling you. That's right, and uh, yes. <laughs> I will I'm not be glad renewing you're my really subscription. A stand against airplane disruptions. That's important. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen to Netflix now that they're uh, going <laughs> to crack down on password sharing? What do you think is going to happen? Um, you know, I'm really hoping that pirating becomes uh, popular again. Uh, the only thing is that uh, the main computer I use in my life is my work computer, and I don't want to pirate anything on my work <laughs> computer because that's that's straight that's a cancelable offense. That's a cancelable um, offense. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm like bummed, but I do think, hope that it leads to the resurgence of pirating. Look, I know I probably on this podcast said some unkind yeah. things about whoever used my Netflix account to watch Rob Zombie's The Monsters. <laughs> um, but in this my, is the world you wanted, Talon. This is what you wanted. I I did not like that, but I I would sooner just pay for that person's Netflix account and let them borrow mine. Uh, then, then invoke this. Then invoke this wrath upon them. No one well, deserves to be. Talon, you manifested this. <sighs> this is your fault. I'm going to go ahead and say. <sighs> this is not the destiny I wanted to manifest, and I, I apologize for that. I'm so upset with you. I missed. Okay, manifesting is hard. There's not you, a lot of instructions. You messed up real bad. I, I mana fucked up. <laughs> mana fucked up. <laughs> You you girl bossed a little too close to the sun. There it is. There it is. I will do my best to manifest a better future. That was beautiful. Um, that's going to be your campaign slogan. I can feel it. Um, <laughs> okay, I got another one for, from you here. Take it. Hope you had a good trip. Four, two, zero. Person. Winky emoji. I used to come in your store a lot, and the last time I saw you, I said I was sorry I had no tip that night, and you told me my positive energy was enough. You were telling me about the mini vacation you were about to go on during your weekend. If you think you know who this is, hit me up. You definitely smoke 420. Smiley. You are handsome, and I would love to hang out. Um, you know, if if you had to tell me, uh, write, write a, a Craigslist misconnection written by a person... Uh, who was stoned all the time? This would be it. This would be it. This was a good one. Really, I feel like this person maybe has never smoked weed at all. <laughs> but Is it because they like, dropped four twenty too many times? A little bit. I just, you definitely smoke four twenty. Sounds like something a cop would say. Okay, that is that is true. That's a great point. I would have been caught by that honey trap so fast. <laughs> you kids, uh, you kids want to skip algebra and go smoke some four <laughs> twenty? That is, okay, well, when you say it like that and with your eyebrows wiggling, yeah, okay, all right, I see well, your point. You know, they did a winky face in the, in the title, so I think their eyebrows are wiggling. Doing I something. think that's implied. 
Yeah, though that's that's fair. Implied eyebrow wiggling is definitely happening in this. Um, but at the same time, they they apparently frequent this store. So I assume this isn't a, a narc, and this is somebody who does smoke 420 all the time. I just feel like that phrasing is... Uh, real mom. You know, dated. Real mom. Mom phrasing. A little bit weed mom. You know, maybe mom. that's it. Maybe that's it. We're not talking kombucha mother. We're saying weed mom here. Wait, who would win in a fight? Kombucha mom or <laughs> kombucha mother or weed mom? Ooh, that's a good question. I think I know my answer. I think I'd put my money on weed mom. <gasps> I was going to yeah. say kombucha mother because she's like bouncy. She like, you try to hit her, it bounces right off. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. I just feel like weed mom is already anticipating an attack. <laughs> she is, her third eye is wide open. Hey, Craigs, we got one more MC we want to give you. But first, thanks for joining us for another deep dive into the misconnection section. The theme song was written and performed by Rose Sherman. Follow her at HeySherme on Insta. And follow us at Craigsistential Crisis on Insta and TikTok for more fun. If you enjoyed our company, leave us a rating wherever you're listening. Or tell a friend about our services. Check the show notes for more info. All right, Talon, we got one last one for you here. Uh, go ahead and take us, t- tuck us in like a kombucha Ooh. mother would. Kiss us on the forehead like a 420 mom. Ooh. Uh, I guess I'd prefer to kiss us from the 420 mom because I don't want any mother to be left on my... I don't want any mother from mother to be left on my forehead. Yeah. From kombucha mom. Yeah, no, I got it. <laughs> yeah, because I'm not... Okay. Don't put up a dating profile if you're emotionally unavailable. Seems simple enough. Yet so many people do it anyway. What gives? I'm Talon Bigelow. I'm Sarah Thompson. And this has been... Existential crisis. What gives? What gives? Yeah. It's not like dating apps are for sex only or something. No. They're gotta... all about finding your deep emotional connection. They're all me harmony. This is emotional. Um, Do I not did... <laughs> contact did... me with any unsolicited. Op- wait, wait, what? I just thought. Sorry. I thought you said me harmony like a pirate. <laughs> Sorry, I don't do to say that. No, that was worth it. That was worth it. Me harmony. Okay. It's about it's all me harmony. <laughs> do not contact us with any unsolicited offers. Or uh, <laughs> yeah, I forget. Excellent. Perfect episode. Perfect. No notes.